Did you boys have a good Christmas? Yes, of course. You did? Yeah, we did. What did you get, man? D? Christmas is always great, man. Uh, time with the family. <laughs> that was it. You know what? I'm telling you, man. It's such a, uh, that's like, such a you know, loser answer. No, nah, man, I'm serious. I don't. I mean, what, what am toys I, did you get? What am I? <laughs> you know what answer <laughs> that is? Do you man? remember that growing up as a kid? Like, the, oh yeah, the buddy across the street. Like, you get all your What'd toys you get, together. Bro? Yeah, What'd and you, you compare, and then you make fun of him. My big wheel. I got his mom got him like new rollerblades. You make fun of him because his mom got like got him like overalls or something. Yeah, overalls. New new underwear. Hey, got the new Spalding speaker or sneakers. Wait, what? Bro. So overall. Yeah. <laughs> y'all remember uh, y'all remember the movie? We talked about it last week. Home Alone 2. Y'all yeah. remember that movie? Huh? Lost yeah, in was, New York. Man. Yeah, it's on every night. You know the little recorder that he has? Yeah. Oh, man. That was the best gift one year that I got. I got that little, you know, you know what I'm talking about, Ty? Yeah. Yeah, the little gray uh, thing that you it speak It had the little, the little thing yeah. that stuck out of it, yes. like the microphone that like that stuck was, out of it. That yeah. was one of my greatest. What'd you do yeah. with it? Uh, I don't remember. Because that's it's the like thing. Seven. That's the thing. You get, especially as kids, you get all these gifts. Do you ever remember? Do you really remember? I need to raise my mic. Is that what you're trying to do? Trying to tell me? <laughs> do you really remember what happens after after like six, seven months? See, uh, I remember. There's some that I remember for sure. There are definitely some gifts. Um, one being. I got a Batmobile. That's like that was what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like the, the, toy the little toy one, right? Okay. Yeah. And uh, and I remember too. And, and this is a question for you guys: uh, Is did you were you guys peekers? Would you guys try to go? Heck yeah! Peek at the presents. The box. Or did you wait? Yes. No. I, I I did it all. Any way you could try to possibly sneak, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? No, wait, I'm telling you, man. We weren't like again. Gifts didn't come. Like Santa, the big dude didn't show up a whole lot. <laughs> Like, what did you say the other day? He showed some, up. Some like, white dude coming down my chimney. No white way. Dude coming, in, <laughs> coming in the inner city. What happened? That dude was, we know mama. So we, you sort of knew what you're getting. Like reuse yeah, socks. Yeah, you, you just, yeah. No. <laughs> come on. See, that's a shot of my mom. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, come on. I do, remember, I do remember one gift that I got when I was a kid, and it was a big wheel. You guys probably don't. You guys don't remember what the big wheels oh, look like? Vaguely. Did they, did they time out after the low, The year? low tricycle, dude. Bobby's World. Oh, he's, he's yeah. 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 The old cartoons. So I remember getting a big wheel, and I remember getting an orange skateboard one year. Those are the two gifts that I can, to this day, <laughs> You had a skateboard? Uh, I got a skateboard, man. What did you do with that thing? It didn't last long. <laughs> I was going to say, it was like, <laughs> that thing was never used. <laughs> it was like an orange <laughs> a fiberglass. <laughs> What? It was man, fiberglass. No, it wasn't. But it was like this plastic, man. It was like this really hard plastic. It was uh, the little. The, was it the little it ones? Small, man. The little ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah My was, grandparents used to have those, and yeah. they were like, yeah, they were. I mean, the it's, size of like a big banana uh, almost. We put like the wheels stuck out. Yeah. yeah. What were they called? They were. Uh, were they the banana boards? Is that what they were called? No, not the banana board. I know what the banana boards were. No, these were just. They, they yeah, were just I know what you're talking about. It's a little, little the orange one. one. Yeah. Barely, barely the size of your feet. Yep. So those yeah. are the two that I, that I actually can remember. That's pretty good. So but you can remember that yeah. that many years ago. Yeah. I'm surprised. Well, I, I know you had a Santa Claus. Oh, for sure. I know you of all people. Yeah. Y'all we probably had, went we through the Santa was Ben was a kid at 16. It was we still arguing with his friends that Santa was still real. <laughs> no, y'all hey, forget. Kids, if, kids if, you're, if you're listening, Santa is real. <laughs> y'all forget. I had I had two older brothers, so I found out pretty. I was one of the younger ones to find out that there was yeah. no Santa. In yeah, my class. I was too. So 
yeah, at an early and that age. was honestly that's something that like my wife and I have discussed because like there's like there's the line right is you know we've talked to pastors and mentors and like no don't don't lie to your kids about it uh, but at the same time right. it's like so man, no fun basically well and that's it right is like the joy that comes from it like we've twisted it that Santa works for Jesus right mm. and that <laughs> Santa's <laughs> Jesus will tell Santa who's been good or not <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> I've never heard that. Oh, yeah. That's funny. So because because the thing is, right, is like what we don't want is Christmas time to be about Santa and about gifts. Like we want mm-hmm. it to be about giving. We want it to be about understanding what the holiday represents, right? The birth of Christ. And we mm-hmm. want it to be focused around that. Um, and so we don't want we want Santa to bring like the joy and 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 the happiness and the and you know the the festivities and stuff like that. And that's great. Um, and we don't want to steal that from our kids because I remember uh, really probably up until I was like eight or nine. Mm. I mean, Christmas was awesome. Like yeah, the, was, the nerves going to sleep yeah. and oh, like trying yeah. to listen for the reindeer on the roof. And like, I remember that. And there was, that was really some cool times. You know so we don't no, want to steal it's that. It's weird. Cause I didn't like my Christmases when I was a kid weren't because we didn't have a whole lot. So my, my, my Christmases as, as a kid was. Family didn't have school, yeah. Right, yeah. The the everybody had one, probably got one toy or whatnot that everybody on the blocks playing with. So yeah. We got out on the street, yeah. you know, and we all had, and especially in Phoenix, the weather's always nice. Yeah, so we're in the sun's out. Well, so I would qualify Phoenix always being nice in December, dog. Okay, trust me, seventy degrees. <laughs> you gotta clarify that. Lovely. Can't beat that. <laughs> it's lovely. So. We get out, so it's you know we're out on the street, and everybody's showing off the toys or your shoes or whatever, right? And that's that's one thing. But as I enjoyed Christmas when I got older, and I actually had the resources to allow my kids to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's now that was for me the waking waking up at five o'clock and yeah. playing the role of what Santa brought and watching the kids open the gifts. That was the joy. Yeah. I don't know how much you know for me as a kid, it was just like eh, you know. Yeah. All right. Another question. So, so Christmas morning, were you the guy that like, you've got to clean up every single piece of paper after you open each oh, present yeah, or do you just let it be chaos and no. then clean it up at the end? No, no. My, my dad always had the trash bags ready. Oh, to yeah. Roll. oh yeah. Like we it, were cleaning up. I'm the Nazi. Yeah, like every sure. single piece before you open the next one, every single piece. Why do you got to manage the kids like that though? Because man, I'm a hey, joy perfection. stealer. Come on, I'm a man. Joy you stealer. are a joy stealer, man. Just let them have a good time. <laughs> okay. Next, next question is, is do you just let them free for all or is there like a no, one, that's a great one, question. At a time. one at a time? That's a one great a question because this was a shock to me when I got married. So growing up, it was one at a time. You watch the person. Someone open their was gift. the Santa yeah. that like handed exactly. out the gifts. And yeah. you go in order by age. Yeah. Like there was a, there was a process, yeah. right? And it, it was respectful. Yeah. When I got married and going to my wife's Christmas, it was, it was chaos. Pre-fall. It was chaos. Oh, it was. And it was so uncomfortable because it's like, are you people just savages? <laughs> no, I'm with you. Hold Do up, you bro. have no appreciation yeah. for so your gifts? Wait, let's, 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 let's mark this. Let's mark this. Are you calling Wits people I'm savages? calling them psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> there was no rhyme or reason. It's just... Go. Yeah, dude. Uh, I, I, and I never understood that. And luckily, Tiffany and I are on the same page with that. But, man, I, I hear stories that, like, kids get up, run straight out, and open everything. Like, mm. before breakfast, before, like, there's a process to I'm it, telling you, right? those people belong in a special <laughs> unit of the ward. <laughs> a special wing. <laughs> it's chaos. And then the other thing that we started doing, I, uh, I got some advice uh, from a client last year. 
And uh, what she said is she goes, okay, so what we do is we open all the gifts, but the kids can't open any of the boxes of the toys. Like they don't get it. And what we do is then we like release the gifts like every day or every week beyond that. Like, so that, because here's what, here's what happens is the kids open all the presents and then they open this, you know, we'll talk about my boys. They'll open this truck and then, you know, this Lego set and this, and then all the stuff just gets lost. Right. Whereas it's like, you pick one toy that you get to open. You get to play with that today. Tomorrow, if you behave, then you can open another one and Jeez. play with that one. Because stipulations, dude, yeah. yeah, you, you know what, <laughs> joy stealer, you know, right? Man, you but are joy stealer, here's, but here's, here's the thing. But here's the, the thing, though, is it's delayed gratification, right? We're gonna, I'm, I'm gonna get to a week from now have that sensation of I get to open this brand new toy. And it's not just overall in the 30 minutes that you open presents on Christmas morning. It's not a bad idea, actually. Okay, look, I got four kids and it's chaos. So when there's just crap everywhere and like pieces of toys everywhere, like there has to be some order. So it's okay. Uh, Sia, you get to play with that doll. And guess what? You get to open one outfit and you get to put that on her. Gia, you get to do this little like microphone kit deal. Luca, uh, you get to open this and then you, and then Rocco that. And then they play with them, but they actually get to enjoy them because like, think about like, I know like my, my mom's big on Christmas. She always has been, and she has all these gifts and they just get lost. Mm. Right. And there's no appreciation. It's like, all right, what's the next one? All right, what's the next one? And like, then you open them and they don't appreciate that gift at all. Did you appreciate the gifts when you were a kid? Yeah. Okay. I, it didn't happen to me. I, I didn't do it this way, but uh-huh. I, but also no, there, was one, there, was one toy, <laughs> there was one toy that I ended up inevitably playing that's with what, that's the, whole the norm time. though that's going to be the norm regardless it doesn't matter when you open them up yeah there's gonna be that one toy that one whatever hulk yeah you guys remember that you hulk, play with that you're gonna play with right so then as 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 a parent you're like okay i just spent hundreds of dollars on all of your christmas stuff and then i could have just spent 20 on that one toy like that all was just now because so maybe clu- that's the, maybe becomes clutter in your house. But maybe that's the bigger question. That's uh, okay. So that's, that's maybe the point. we should just be getting you know, one hey, toy. That's, that's a great point because I I'm a little bit like you, D, in that we did. I had three brothers. Yeah, you know, it's not like we were getting six, seven gifts. Yeah, we got one or two maybe. Yeah, right, right. It wasn't a, but that was the idea. Yeah, was hey, I'm not spending hundreds of dollars on you. Yeah, slappies. Yeah, I'll say slappies. Right. <laughs> yeah, but but that's the thing. Like, it's like there's more appreciation the less you have, probably, right. uh-huh. right. than if you just get a whole array uh-huh. of. So that, this went a lot deeper than I think we intended. Yeah, I mean, Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was. Just, how was your Christmas? But, good. <laughs> but as you're sitting here talking, Tyler, it did strike me thinking in context of of other people. It's like, man, we sound like a bunch of. <laughs> brats right now talking about the eight yeah but, but to, Darren's point, to Darren's point right it shifts as you get older as a kid it's like getting gifts like right. and then as you get older and and I get because my mom was all went all out for Christmas she always did like that was that was one thing that was like just over the top like and financially it was like every bit of resources that we had during the year was like here it focused is. on Christmas mm. like that was it um, but I get it now I get the struggle of parents, like, because I want to, like, there's so much joy in giving it, which I, I wish we would take for the rest of the year. Like, let's, let's have this like giving mentality, not just on Christmas Christmas day. Exactly. You know what I mean? You know, there's a lot of people that are, matter of fact, I spoke to a gentleman the other day who said the same thing. He's like, look, man, I don't know. Christmas is just another day, bro. We celebrate Jesus. Yeah. 
And that's what we do. But every day is Christmas yeah. in our mind as far as the giving. And yeah. I thought that, man, that's, that's a great mentality. But at the same time, it's so built into us mm-hmm. to celebrate Christmas. And, and everybody celebrates their own way. But, you know, for me, it's always been, yeah, you're celebrating, you know, Christ. But then you're also celebrating just the time yeah. alone with your family. Because how many of us have that day off? Mm-hmm. Like, everyone has that day off. Yeah. And the entire family's there, and everyone's coming in. I always felt like this. There's going to be chaos on that day. Mm-hmm. And we should accept the day as being chaos. Mm-hmm. Kids are going to have a good time. Let them have a good time. There might be toys all over the floor. Nah, Tyler. Another one. Yeah. There might uh-huh. And it's just, my house. it's just what, but you got to control the process, of course. <laughs> yeah. But it's just that time, man. Like, let's just enjoy it. Yeah, because yeah. it, it's a couple of hours, and then guess what? But I think part of it, too, like Tiffany loves this season so much yeah. because think about it. And and I don't do a ton, but my role on decorations, right? Think about the process of decorating, and she, like, loves do you do that because do you do your own lights? Uh, I do the outdoor. I haven't done lights on the new house yet. Uh, oh, okay. I haven't done that yet. But but I, my job is to get all the stuff down out of the attic and then yeah. set mm-hmm. up the Christmas Same. tree. Like yeah. that's, that's my job, but that's time that we're all together. And then the kids help decorate. And then, so it's, it's, and then it's okay. Christmas movie time. We're all together. It just seems oh, like it's awesome. easier yeah. in this season to focus around the one event and the one mentality of the season, you know, mm-hmm. the advent yeah. and, and like it's easier to gather as opposed to the rest of the year. Yeah. Whereas to your point is like, why can't, why can't we take this mentality and spread it out through yeah. the year? Instead of focus it on one month, you know, yeah. so I don't know. Anyways, okay, so so the transition to what we actually were trying to yeah. talk about. Yeah, is, now that Christmas is behind us, yes, is taking that mentality we just talked about, spreading it out of the year. Let's talk about twenty twenty one. Yeah, um, everyone knows that twenty twenty has been a uh, challenging year um, in many different aspects to a lot of different people. Uh, the the main theme, and I know you know. Everyone sees it, but everything is like, man, damn 2020. Everything yeah. is blamed on 2020. Mm-hmm. Everything is blamed on this year, whether it be COVID, whether it be how bad the Cowboys are. You know, 2020 has brought a lot of really bad things. And that was a joke on the Cowboys. There's a lot yeah. more. Trust me. <laughs> and you, and but, you know what's funny is, remember coming into 2021, what the thought was? 2020? 2020. Clear vision. Yeah. Right. 20, 2020 vision. Yeah. Right. I remember that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, ironically, it actually ended up partially being true. Perspective. Mm-hmm. Perspective yeah. was definitely shown in 2020. Yeah. Based on the year we just had. But I think it would be interesting to talk about, guys, is, is as we as people approach 2021, the next year on the calendar, do we approach it like, okay, 2020, screw you, 2020, 2021's our year. Are we going to give the credit to a calendar to dictate how our lives are? Um, I mean, there's a lot of things that we were shown are out of our control in 2020. There's a lot of things that we just had absolutely um, no influence on. But what we do have influence, we've talked about it on the show quite a bit, is what we do have influence on is how we react to those circumstances. And that's what I want to talk about is how to approach – 2020 is 2021 going to be our savior or are we going to take the responsibility for the path that we take the mentality that we have and the results that come from those yeah and my i guess the thinking would be 
you know, whatever the lessons you've learned in 2020 and 2020, if you've had any momentum, keep the momentum going into 2021. Because you know, I, I remember Mike Tyson, you had this <laughs> saying that, you know, everyone has this game plan. You know, you, you have, you know, you start up in, in January on January person is, this is what I'm going to do. Here are my mm-hmm. goals. This is what we're going to, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to drink this, 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 you know, this, this much amount this, this year, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And these goals are in place. And then your first obstacle, and Mike Tyson said, everyone has a game plan until you get punched in the mouth. And then the game plan is out the door. Now you, you go back to what foundation and what got you here. And so what's going to happen in 2021 that's different than 2020? You had obstacles in 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Either you overcame those obstacles or you didn't. In 2021, here you come and you're going to say, well, it's a different yeah. year, yeah. different time. I'm going to do this, this, and this. I guarantee you in the first week, you're going to get punched in the mouth yeah. all over again. How will you deal with that? Yeah. That's the key is knowing that it's coming, but get your ass up and, get, and continue to, to move forward, man. Even, yeah. through, even though you've had a bad 2020, don't let that dictate to what the rest of the year is going to be. That's right. And, and here's the thing is, yeah, like we're at the last day of pretty much the last day of 2020. Yes, yeah, December right? 30th. Right. And so I know everyone's okay. January 1st, New Year's resolutions. As you approach it, like start today. If you're listening, yeah. to, listening to this but why on the 30th or 31st, that's, that's what I, I don't get. That's like, what I'm the saying. Resolutions. Why do we even set those? That's right. See, kind of, I'm kind of in camp resolutions. I kind of like the, the reset of a new year. And it's not, it's not that I don't want to start today because I absolutely can, but I think it's more symbolic than anything of, Hey, it's a new year. It's a, it's an opportunity to start fresh. Nothing's really different. I mean, the 31st to the first, really nothing's different, but I guess it's a mental shift maybe of putting the past behind you, putting that year behind you, what good, bad, and different. And now I've get to start over fresh in 2021. So for me, it's more of a mindset. It's just, I guess it's helpful to the mindset as opposed to really anything tangible. But is it reality? It, if it, it, in your mind, it, I mean, yeah, it can be if it is in your mind. I mean, but the rest of the year, I'm just saying, is it the reality? Because you start off. That's the key. Because everybody sets out, you know, the gym is a perfect example of this. Everybody sets out guns blazing three weeks in, How they're, they're done. The gym? Oh, How, my gosh. Bro, it's not even three weeks anymore, yeah. honestly. Yeah. It's, like, it's three days. Right. Like, you get through the first <laughs> week, and I'm guilty of it, right? Yeah. And, I've, yeah. and it's been, and it's like. Yeah, yeah you're laughing over there. How many times have you worked out this year? Dang. Worked out, you know, today. Dang. Let that one end today. On the 30th? It's a win. Dang. It's a win. Hey, I'm not, I don't care about the calendar. Hey, hey, get, hey get him off you, man. Yeah, no, get get him off the calendar. Hey, y'all remember my role, ball buster. <laughs> but, okay, so so here's one thing, though, with the resolutions, and, and we'll go with that right now, because I, I, also, I also feel like the resolutions are the same thing as I'm going to start the diet on Monday. Yep. Right, it's something that's gonna delay the start. It's something that's gonna then it's gonna postpone the accountability and just say, "Hey, I'm gonna in, in, indulge myself until then." Right? It's the same kind of deal. But here we are. We're here at the, the new year. When setting resolutions, one of the one of the mistakes that I've always made, and I'm only gonna speak for myself. I'm not giving advice to anybody. Is I set resolutions that um, either are too big or too far off mm-hmm. that. I don't know how to get there or I set resolutions that are too low that I just know that I'm going to hit that mm-hmm. I can just check that box. 
So for me, and, and, I, and I go back to the episode we did with Chris Powell. If you haven't listened to it, go back, go back and listen to that. Um, and he talks about personal integrity, but he talks about setting goals that are realistic, that, that you can stack up to reach that ultimate mm-hmm. goal. We've talked about it mm-hmm. even before he came on is don't say I'm going to lose 60 pounds. Say for the month of January, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the gym twice a week. And then, and then when you get there, then for the month of February, I'm going to clean up my diet and I'm going to go to the gym three days a week and I'm going to create the habits. And you talked about, it's about the foundation set goals for January 1st that are foundation creators and not end goals. Because otherwise, if you're not focused on creating that foundation, if you're starting something new now, if it's something like, okay, Hey, I, you know, I had, you know, hundred thousand dollars in, uh, commissions. My goal for 2021 is to have $150,000 in commissions, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Right. Like that's another thing. But if you're trying to change something completely out of your character, set foundational goals, right. set things that, that you can lean on. And you, we talk about Andy Frisella and 75 hard. You know, that's one of the things that he simplifies a transformation and it's hard it's really hard. It's a big goal, but it's, it's about creating a foundation and creating consistency that you can actually lean back on to where you don't even think about doing it because now that's a part of you. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that habit for the month of January, the month of February is way easier. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. it just gets easier as you go because now that's a part of your daily habit. That's a part of who you are and not, oh, okay, well, I've, I failed on that one and Whatever, 2022, here we come. Yeah. I, you know, I, do, I hold, guess. do you write down your, your goals? I do, you I do. do. But problem is, is I do like three goals that are so big, mm-hmm. there's no route to yeah. get there. But you do actually physically yes. write them. Yes. Yeah. Darren, what, how do you, because you're a little different. Yeah, I am. You've always been a little different in your approach on yeah, goals I, and I, you achievement. Know, look, I, I've, I've written down a few things that I've always wanted to achieve that's just ingrained. And now I'm at a point where I just, there's, you know, I'm a numbers guy. I, I like, you know, I keep score. So, yeah. I'll, you know, that's a goal that has been in my head for, for the longest time, right? And I, every year, that's the big goal. The big goal is whatever that is. I'm not so much a writer. I learned through, just through doing this show, and I can't remember, you know me, I'm terrible at remembering the names, but we talked about values. Jim Hensel. Jim. Jim brought up values, and that stuck with me. That, that really resonated in the fact that, yeah, I haven't been a goal guy, but I didn't, you know, he asked a simple question, what are your values? And mm-hmm. it just, uh-huh. it stuck. Cause I, I didn't know. Yeah. I, as an example, if you didn't hear that episode. So Jim's perspective is instead of writing down, Hey, I'm going to make $200,000 this year. Yeah. His perspective is I'm going to be a contributor to the team and somebody that can be counted on <laughs> yeah. to bring in business. Right. So his shift is away from an end goal. What can I do? To who can I be? Exactly. Yeah. And like, so for instead you, of what can I get? Right. And right, so for yeah. you, Darren, that really resonated. That resonated with like. me. It did. And, and again, I'll go back on on the resolu- uh, re- resolutions, New Year resolution. I, I've never been that guy. Yeah. I've never liked them. I never. I always thought that 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 was a part of failure. And because you're most of the time, you're going to fail. You're going to say, "I'm going to do this, this, and this," and then you're right. Three days, you're off. You're off the mark, right? Well, and that's and that's the other thing is is the the values that aligns with the foundational things is right. is because if I have like a tangible material goal, like I want to do this this year or I want to get this, 
Well, who you are December 31st is different than who you are May 31st, right? Your goals may be different, but what are those things that you can say, okay, foundationally as a person from values, perspective, whatever it is, those are things that can only better me as a, as a man, woman, husband, father, mother, wife, whatever. But what I'm saying is I I don't, I don't think the date should dictate that things are going to be different or you're going to speak it into existence that on, you know, January 1st, here we go this year. This is, I mean, that starts on January, December 30th. These today, I mean, it starts on, you know, whenever you want it to, to what day you want to make that. I just, I don't know, man. I, I'm not big on the resolutions of the, we, you mentioned it earlier, Tyler, that January 31st, 2021, I'm going to be different. Well, what about today? What about the 30 tomorrow? Why can't I start then? Yeah. yeah. Just, that's not well, going in on one date. Yeah. And I think, I think that's partially what Tyler was talking about having the big goal, but then breaking it up into smaller goals on the way. So, yeah. so yeah. for some people, I think it's probably fair to say everybody approaches yeah. a little bit differently. And I'm sure there's many different ways that are proven to be successful. Uh-huh. I think if you have that end goal to achieve on December 31st, 2021, Probably the smart thing to do, like what you're talking about, Darren, is start on January one. Yeah, start that fountain. So maybe work backwards from yeah. the big big goal. Mm-hmm. Take mm-hmm. that big goal, break it down into smaller, more digestible goals. Yeah, uh, Tyler, I think you started reading this book as well. I just finished the book Vivid Vision. Yeah, and if you've ever read that book, Darren, what <laughs> I know you haven't read it. I'll get you. I'll get you the audio version. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> so my New so, Year's <laughs> gift to you. I didn't get you anything for Christmas. Sorry. <laughs> His perspective, and again, we just want to throw out a bunch of different perspectives. Yeah. You take what you like, you, you throw out the rest, as yeah. one of our coworkers likes to say. His perspective is goals should be three years in advance. And the reason he says that is because one year isn't enough time to really accomplish something huge. Yeah, Ten years is too far away, mm-hmm. or five years. So his perspective is, hey, take a goal three years from now. It needs to be big. It needs to be scary. It needs to be, as, as he says, audacious. I think he says your bag goals, big, hairy, audacious goals. Mm-hmm. And so his point is, hey, in three years, I'm not worried about how I'm going to do it. I've got people to help me for that, but I'm going to try to accomplish this three years from now. And he, he's got this whole process that you write it down. His, and that's just his perspective. You know, can, I, can I ask a question? No, yeah, I mean, just this, how many books are out there about goal setting? That, well, <laughs> how many books? <laughs> like, there's a I was just gonna thousand, say, I was, a billion books. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's one perspective. I've right. cons- Y'all know me, I'm a freak. I consume everything. And I'm just you are sit- a freak. I'm just sitting here thinking Stone about cold. all the different methods yeah. of goal setting that I've consumed over the past few months or years or however long I've been interested. And there's just so many different techniques to get to that. You goal. know, the guys that I, like, I sit here and I'll watch, like there, there's so many guys that I've been around that have been really successful at whatever they do. Right. Mm-hmm. Really successful. And you know, the number one thing that I find, I mean, it's not the, 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 you know, the process of the goal setting. It really isn't. It's not the goal setting, how they write it down or they chip away. It's, are they burning hot? Yeah. Do they burn hot, whether it be good or bad, whether he's a, you know, a jerk or a good guy? Oh, he's going to stop cussing now. Yeah. Uh, is that <laughs> his New Year's, New holiday Year's season. resolution? It's the holiday season. <laughs> I think the word you're looking for is asshole. Yeah. But do they burn hot and are they self-starters? That, it, to me, I, and I think that that's, that's for whoever you are. Like, that's, 
I think it's that's just built in you as a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you don't burn hot, or if you're not a person that's like just I just you know I don't need someone to tell me to fucking go. If I if I if it's just in me, I'm a self starter. It's so much easier to meet the goals that you want. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you're someone that has to sit back and you got excuse me, but read a thousand freaking books on how to set goals and man, everyone at some point in their life needs to figure out on their own. I, that's, I, this, I think, this is what makes me tick. Yeah, I think that's a great point. We've, we said it before. Methods are many, Yeah. right? But principles are few. Yeah. So there's a million different ways to accomplish what you're trying to right. accomplish. Yeah. And, and look, but a principle, a core principle is what yeah. you just said. Yeah. It's got to burn within you. Yeah. It's got to be so important to you. Oh, whether yeah. you write it down and that's, that's the way you go about it or you don't write it down and you're just, I'm just so passionate about it, about accomplishing this. So Darren, you don't write anything down or or very rarely. I am somebody that finds comfort in writing things down. That's just our different personalities. That doesn't mean, but, but the the thing that we have that I hope people would say about us in common is that we both burn hot for what we're after. So whether I write it down every single day, it's constantly on my mind or I don't like you, it's still constantly on your mind. Right. That's true. I think, I mean, with all these books and all these methods, None of them are wrong. Mm-hmm. It worked for that person. Yeah. And it may work for exactly. other people. Yeah. But the problem True. is, and, and you know, to your point, it's like how many books do you have to read before you actually like get motivated? The point is, is be consistent. Mm-hmm. Be consistent with one of them. Right. Yeah. Like if you believe in it, right? Like, uh, you know, there, there's a couple books that I've read this year and it's like whatever the flavor of the month is, is like that's my mentality. Yeah, I'm going right. to do this and 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 I'm going to I'm going to really focus on on uh, eliminating the noise and I'm just going to focus on one thing or then I got this vivid vision and then I got that. It's if you have so many so many voices in your head telling you which direction to go, it becomes yeah. confusing. It does. And it's a matter of, of and we talked about this Ben before is just freaking start. Yes. Yeah. Figure it out. Yes. But if you're waiting to get the right nugget to motivate you and to get you started, and this is the right way to do it, but then you read a book that says, well, no, 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 this is the right way to do it. Well, guess what? They're both right ways to do it. Yeah. But if you're not following either of them, that's the wrong way. How, to do how it. Are we, you, yeah, you're right. How, you're so right. As far as, you know, finding what it is that, that, that you can take away. Jim Hensel was a guy not knowing how he approached anything, and I'm always been setting my ways that that conversation sparked me. And it wasn't so much goal setting. It was like just having the flexibility to say, yeah, I've been doing things this way. I need to add that. that I mean, and a lot of people just don't do those little things that mm-hmm. yeah, you might be so stuck in your ways of where you don't want to accept new options. And mm-hmm. I get what you guys de- are, are, you know, the far as the reading books and being involved, you're always going to take, I know you've been, you're always taking little bits and pieces and try and you apply it that, that speaks specifically to you. Mm-hmm. You throw away the rest, you keep the one that keep, and then you build off of that. And that's, that's what makes you successful in, in, in your approach. Yeah. And it's sort of similar to, to how I approach it in a lot of ways as well is just, a lot of things don't apply to me because that's not my life. I mean, I'm not, you know, I, I, I haven't came up the way that certain people have come up. But there are certain things that I can hear and go, holy cow. And if you're willing, if you're just willing to bend and listen and take that in, that's growth. Mm-hmm. That's when you start to grow. Yeah. That's when you start to get to where you want to be in life. Yeah, yeah. What, what you were just talking about, Tyler, I think you just nailed it. If that's the one encouragement I could have for people, 
going into 2021 is just start. Start. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and, and the reason why people like me consume so much content and information is because it's comfortable. Mm. It is much more comfortable to say in your head, I'm not ready yet. I don't know everything yet. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I, need, I need to learn more before I start. Yeah. That's my default. Mm. Yeah. My default mm. is learn, process, then go. <laughs> what I'm challenging myself to do, uh, what you're really good at, Darren, go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll figure yeah. it out on the way. You're right. But the most important thing to do is just go. Because I promise you, whether it's 60 pounds or $200 million or $200,000 you want to make, you're never going to get there unless you start. Yeah. Yeah. And you're never going to have That's all the That's the most answers. important thing yeah, you can so do true. is start. And you're never going to have all the answers. Yeah. And I keep going back but to that's saying. So, that's uncomfortable for people like yeah. me. Because but, I feel like I am, I, I can find all the see, answers. But, 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 but again, again, is we have one of our guys that, that, that works with us always says, use your resources, right? I know my strengths, right? I'm a go guy, right? Mm-hmm. But I know I can look at Tyler and say, okay, Tyler has a ton of information for me. And he will hold me accountable to such and such and such and such, right? I know my strengths. I, I can press the go button, but I'm going to need Tyler. And I'm going to ask Tyler. A lot of people don't even use their freaking resources. And they're scared. And they, they don't take that first step. They don't push go because they want to learn, take in all this information. Like they need to know everything. That's not, that's, that will never be the case. You will never know everything. Yeah. Use the people dear to you. And that, that can be a resource that can help you along the way. I know I can't do, I've told you guys this before. I haven't done shit by myself. Yeah, I'm a self-starter, but I got to rely on you, Ben, to, to do 90% of the stuff we do here on the podcast. I got to rely on Tyler for to knowledge on at ESRP for real estate advice. I don't know, but I know if I, if I do get going, I'm going to build a team that I can rely on. Yeah. yeah. So two things that, that I'm hearing, and I, and I completely agree. You got to start. Um, why are people not starting is, is ultimately, and you said that's uncomfortable. Fear and discomfort. So fear. Mm-hmm. So my, my hope for 21 is I think one, let's recognize the fear that we have and what it is for me. And this is something I've been working with my coach quite a bit on is the fear of not being liked. Like I have to let that go. And that speaks a lot to what you talk about being selfish, being an asshole. And I'm not saying go out and be a jerk, be this. That's not what I'm saying is I all, I have to, I have to be very aware that I have this deep rooted fear of not being accepted. And, and what it does is, is it prohibits me from making progress because I'm, I'm worried about failing and I'm worried about what people are going to think of me and they're not going to like me. And then I, no, just freak Tyler, go, just go do it and start. And that's one of the things that like, for me, last few years from a fitness perspective or nutrition is all that's what it's deeper. I just am not starting stuff. I'm not doing stuff because if I, if I do it and people don't like me, what does that say? Like, Mm -hmm. what does that say about me as a person? Right. So that's big fear. The other thing is, is don't overcomplicate it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Why'd you look at me when you said that? No, I know. I'm I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at, (laughs) no, I I, believe me, believe me. If there's one thing I've learned this year about myself, it's that I overcome. Oh, really? But but we all do, right? We're, we're in an age where we have so much information at our fingertips and it speaks to what we just talked about is you have you have resources to learn this and you learn this and you learn this and you learn this. Like don't overcomplicate it. If you work hard and you're consistent, 
you're going to find results regardless. Yep. Like, and I, and I get it. Like the whole work hard mentality is like, it's kind of like, you know, cliche these days. And like, it's actually, Oh, don't work harder, work smarter. No, man, there's something to be said about working hard. Yeah, there is. There's something to be said about having the discipline to push through uncomfort when other people want to stop. That is how you progress. If you only push as hard as the other people, you're never gaining any ground on the competition and make no mistake. Everyone out there is competition. Right. They're all working for a part of whatever it is that you want. So if you are not doing more than the person next to you, there is no way that you're ever going to progress past those around you. And then, then you live a life of regret. You live a life of envy. You live a life of, you know, discontent. I mean, don't live that way. Right. Don't live in fear. Get started and don't overcome. You know, there's people that used to, as running backs, they used to always say that some people, or not even running backs, I mean, even in basketball, they always say some people want the ball at the end of the game. They want the ball. And you have to want the ball. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how you grow. How many times if you wanted the ball and you made that, you know, there's seconds left and you missed a shot 98% of the time. Jordan talks about it all the time. I missed most of those shots. But I wanted the ball yeah. in my hand. Mm-hmm. And that's life, man. That window of life is so short, man. I mean, it's a, we're, it's a blink, I'm at 51. You guys can't even imagine how I've looked at my life and thought about all the things that I've done and haven't done and haven't have and haven't accomplished or whatnot. But the one regret I won't have is the fact that I've always wanted the ball. Like it's okay to deal with confrontation. It's okay. It's part of it. It's part of life. It's part of having the ball. It's okay that to get, to get your teeth kicked in, you got to get your ass up. Mm-hmm. But you got to start, man. You got to want it. Mm-hmm. And that's the key to anything. I mean, I just think that that's the key to, to growth in coming into this new, new year, knowing that you want the ball, knowing that you're going to press go and you're going to start the process. Yeah. So as we wrap up, what are some practical things people can apply? It's December 30th today. And, and whether you're a person that likes to write down your goals and think about it or you're not. Whatever, whatever method you want to go, what are some practical things that people can do starting today to accomplish whatever it is? They, and, I'll, and I'll start just in case you guys need, need a second to think. My number one thing that I encourage everybody to do first thing in the morning, move. Mm-hmm. Get up, do something physical. Whether it's a walk around the block because you're supremely overweight and that's the only thing you can do, or you're in pretty good shape and you put yourself through a, a, an intense, strenuous workout. Move the first thing you do each mm. day. Why is that? Number one, it's for the physical benefit, right? The, the hormone release, the physical transformation. But more importantly, man, and I've said this so many times, and I, I'll, I'll believe this till the day I die, the things I learn about myself when I really push myself mm-hmm. in training, I can't replicate that anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. Because mm. I am choosing to put myself in a physically discomfort, uncomfortable place. Mm-hmm. What other avenue yeah. can you practice that yeah. in such a controlled way? So if you start your day moving and intentionally putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation, mm-hmm. think about how that's going to set up the rest of your day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about that 10 o'clock call, sales call that you have that you really don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's but you know, hey, the hardest part of my day, I already did that first yeah. thing this morning. Yeah. Yeah. 
I already moved this morning and put myself through some pain. I can that this call ain't nothing compared to that. All right. So that's my number one thing go is ahead. yeah. I'll, wake up in the morning and move. Yeah. So I want to I want to go on that because I was I was thinking when you asked that question is okay. How do I how do you explain the idea of of um, looking for and hoping for those hard times? Uh-huh. Right. And it's exactly that. And you're exactly right. Like there's no better way to practice resistance than, you know, physical exertion. Right. Mm -hmm. And going through and having a workout. But in life is let's in 2021, the tangible goal is anytime that you have a difficult situation, instead of saying, poor me, poor me, say it is this is a great opportunity because I know I'm going to be better on the other side of this. Now, either I can quit and I can succumb to this or Dude, smile, take it, take it, throw it in your bag because that's a lesson now that you did not have when the day started, mm-hmm. that you're going through that today. And that's a perspective shift. And I struggle with this. I get, there's, I get overwhelmed during the day and I, and, I, and I get stressed out. And then, and honestly, the last, the last couple months have been, I've been working on, and, and part of it is like taking time and quiet time and like perspective and like, med- I say meditation, but like, Really, it is just like having time in my head and thinking about those things. But when it gets really, really hard, instead of taking it as a stress, um, you know, inducer, inducer, take it as, okay, this is a situation that is really difficult, but guess what? I'm sharpening a blade and I'm going to be better because of it. And I'm going to learn from it because the problem is when you stress, right? Your vision becomes very, very narrow Mm -hmm. and, and you lose sight of all of the things that you can actually gain from it, which actually prohibits you from reacting in a way that's productive to get you out of that situation. So take the perspective of, okay, this is a really, this is going to be a really difficult day. Use that as an energy giver, not an energy sucker. Mm -hmm. Be excited about it. Have have mm -hmm. you ever like physically smiled in a moment like that? So I have honestly, Mm -hmm. in the last few months, it's been that way. And it's almost just like, all right. Yeah. The right. act, even if you're forcing it and faking yeah. it, literally, if you yes. smile, it's the I can't explain it. Somebody way smarter. It does something to you. It does, man. That it, just totally shifts the way you approach does. that situation. And, and, and going through you know coaching this year, one of the things that I just never related to, like I was like, oh yeah, football translates mm-hmm. to so many things. But think about the hardest games yep. when you're like in an all-out dog fight, like. How much energy and joy you get, like, uh-huh. yes, all right, I get another series. I'm going to go hit you in the mouth. You're going to hit me in the mouth, right. and you're going to beat me, but guess what? I'm going to come out on top of this, and you get excited, right? Like, that's something that I didn't realize I had the ability because, like, dude, those, the toughest games are my favorite. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, why can't I apply that into real life and instead of getting stressed because I got this due and I got that due and I got this people person asking me and, and I got to get home for this kid, you know, the kid's sporting event. And I got to do this. And it's like, it's too much, too much. There's not enough time today. Yeah. It's like, no, smile about bring it. Bring it on. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. go and let's do this because otherwise it's like you stress, you pull back, you run away from it. Yeah. Don't run away from it. Run freaking head on it. And I said, and I said this uh, in, in a coaching session, I was like, He's like, all right, what do you, when you feel that claustrophobic stress coming, mm-hmm. right? Like when the walls are closing in on you and you can't do anything. And he's like, well, what do you do? And I was like, uh, run through the wall. He goes, that's your former self used to do that. Mm. You still mm. run, but now you're running away. Right. Because you're stressing out. Right. Go run through that freaking wall. Yeah. So true, man. So true. I mean, think about I mean, I don't know how many times that, you know, those really stressful moments come up. And I always 
you know, I've, I've been in a car and people are looking at me and I'm talking to God, like I'm yeah. having conversations. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, sometimes I'm like, man, God, why are you putting yeah. this up? Really? Yeah. And it's like, even the think thought of you're putting this in front of me, yeah. I know I need to get this through. And it's a smile of saying, I got this. Yeah. I can, I can make that happen, yeah. but it's just, it is what it is in front of me. I yeah. got to deal with it. I would say to, to, to feed off what you were saying, Ben, as far as getting up and going, I would say the first thing you should do, anyone that's listening should do is whatever is the big obstacle that you have to deal with I don't care if it's a workout if it's a confrontation that you have to deal with in that day if you know you have to deal with it do it the first thing in the morning yeah it should be the first thing that you do because if you try to procrastinate and continue to push whatever that obstacle is whatever that that argument's going to be that you know you're going to have that day or disagreement you're going to have that day. If you continue to push it back later in the day, it will stress you continuously and you will not get other things done. Yeah. Do it the first thing in the morning. If it's a confrontation you need to have, hey, call somebody at 4.30 in the morning. I don't give a damn when it is, but go ahead and get it done. I know done. Ben has no issues yeah. with that. <laughs> get it done because I think that a yeah. lot of people have these fears, including self. I've had to deal with it myself. It's, it's having these fears of dealing with the confrontation and people don't want to do that. No, most people don't want to have to have those hard conversations, yeah. but if you can get past it, it would be the best thing that happens to you because now it's the relief of I'm not dealing with it for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. I have not. That would be the number one thing that I would think about. That's good. That's good. I like it, man. Let's give 2021 hell, well, boys. And and let's let's not make 2021 our savior. Let's not oh, make absolutely a man. calendar our savior. Take it upon yourself. Take accountability and go attack 2021. Yeah. Speaking of things that are exciting, man, 2021 for this podcast Woo-hoo. is going to be huge. Yeah. I mean, we're, we've talked about it before. YouTube, we're making a huge YouTube push. We're going to put a lot of things, a lot more things on YouTube that you won't be able to get anywhere else. And that's something that's really important to us. So we really want to continue to give you guys great things that you can consume if you're a consumer. <laughs> or if you're a goer and doer, maybe hopefully it'll give you a little inspiration to, to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're so excited for 2021. We have unbelievable guests lined up, unbelievable shows. Uh, we love this, man. Yeah. This is this has been a great year, so much fun to do this stuff, and I, I appreciate you boys jumping on this yes, ride. Sir. Keep growing. See you guys next year. <laughs>